Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What's wrong with you people? How do y'all feel this morning? Why do you always make me define what you meant? What? That's how I feel. I don't know why you're clapping. I'm talking about you. Until you ask it correctly. Hello and welcome to the Reformatory, the podcast for the local church by the local church. My name is Josh Loftus, and I'm the preaching pastor at Port Gardner Church in Everett, Washington. I'm Jack Berry. I'm a deacon down at Resurrection Church in Tacoma, Washington. And also the biggest snob that I know. I don't care. I know you I don't. don't. That's, care, that's what makes you a snob. And I will embrace it. Here's the thing. And here's, we here's just the thing had about this Jack. Talk. Here's the thing about Jack. This is something that our listeners need to know about Jack. If they haven't already figured it out, because it's pretty obvious, Jack is the type of guy who, and this is this is kind of a hipster quality of Jack, in that he <laughs> likes the obscure and like unknown stuff, whether it's the coffee, the cigars, the beard products, what, whatever it is. He likes the he likes the boutique. If it's name brand, artisan. If you can get it at tar- <laughs> yeah, artisan. If you can get it at Target, Jack doesn't want any part of it. Hey, so, that's that's not true cuz oh, okay. my body wash okay. is from Target, my beard balm is from Target. There are several things. There's at least five things from Target that I get. Sir. At least five things. At least five things. Okay. All right. Well, fine. Then what I will say then is when it comes to when it comes to cigars, Jack he ain't getting no Target brand cigars. <laughs> and this is how I know. There's a there's a there's a brand of cigars Jack's likes. They're called Foundation cigars. Yeah. He he loves them. Hey, but I can okay. say the same thing about La Barba's. All right. Don't you start hating on the barbers. This they are not. Me. I'm not. This hating isn't about them. me. This I'm not. This I'm is, not hating on the barbers. This is your. This is your. This is your confrontation. Oh my god. This is your intercession. <laughs> Jack's on Instagram and he's scrolling through. And he's like, "Oh, dang it!" I'm like, "What?" He goes, ah, "Joe Rogan smoking a Foundation cigar. I can't smoke these anymore." <laughs> I was joking. You're, no, no, you're not. That's joking. the thing. Is is like joking. you are the type of guy that if it gets too main brand, you'll stop buying here's, it simply because no, it's no, no, main no, no, brand. No. Here's why I here's why I back up my statement. Why I said that. Okay. I know for a fact. Okay. That when something is brought up on the Joe Rogan show, 
all the bros are going to start doing that because Joe Rogan did that. But you know that there's there's Joe Rogan sheeple out there just waiting to do something that old that old JR did, okay? I'm just saying that, man. You know those jokers are out there All right. holding on to every word and everything that old Joe Rogan says, dude. All right. And especially since he went to Texas. Dude, that makes him more of a bro, okay? That like broed him up like three different levels. He went into Mormon bro heaven, dude. Oh my goodness. Okay, so here's here here's where we find ourselves. <laughs> and here's where we need to we need to have an honest discussion. Is we need to honestly discuss how much of a bro Jack is. <laughs> Have you looked at look <laughs> oh, at I'm me? I'm staring at you look right, at now, son. right now. This is this anything, bro? Right now, bro. bro. This says absolutely. executive dude, level. Briefing you cannot right now. make a judgment on your work attire whether or not you are a bro. We got to take Jack in his leisure. I'm Get talking. I'm talking V-neck white t-shirts. Uh, I'm no. talking. I'm talking fly shoes. I'm talking beards. You got some bling on your on your hands, dude. Okay, first like, of all, you this got is my, this, the hair, I have you got one the, wedding ring and then one ring that has the Kairau on it to to dedicate myself to the church and my marriage. And I have two memorial bracelets from men that I knew who died in battle, Josh. You can't pull that. That is that's not, dirty. That's I, dirty. Will, I will absolutely defend pull, that. You can't pull the And I will card. pull out those cards <laughs> you can't every pull, single time. Don't you pull the vet card on me. Don't you do that. I will put that evil on you, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> we, we had an agreement. <laughs> don't you pull that vet card on me. I will pull that uh, on you. You know I don't have a card to pull. I got three cards, all right? All right. All right. I, I got three cards. <laughs> vet card. Uh, wait, wait, what's the other two? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll pull the, the vet card out. I'll pull uh, the disabled veteran card oh out. Oh my gosh. I got ratings from the VA. Oh my gosh. I could go right now to a shrink and get just as disabled as you. <laughs> from all the things that I deal with in my head. <laughs> Both of us are parking in a handicap spot tomorrow. <laughs> Man, I get I get reamed over my you, cigar. You cigar, well, yeah, and then, and then you take it to eleven and pull the disabled vet card. Hey, man, some hey, I had never pulled that card out until today. It had to be done. All right, that's like that one. It's like it's, it's like that it's one like, plus like Uno, five yes, Uno card, yes, dude. Yeah, you, you gotta just slam that Joker down with authority. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> slam it down and say, "I got you. I got you today. Game over." <laughs> Go back. Take them cards. Take that card. Draw five. Do not pass go. Exactly. Do not collect $200. Exactly. Uh, hey, hoping to collect $2,000 here coming up. Is Biden ever going to do that? I feel like, uh, I mean, I mean, we all voted for him, you know, because we want the $2,000. Where's for, my money? I, I don't think that. Okay. I looked at some of those headlines and it's getting, nobody ain't going to get any money at this point. If, if what I'm serious? looking at is correct. At least, like, here's the thing. The sh- the thresholds of where he's going, like, nobody like nobody who makes... It feels like nobody who makes over $50,000 are getting anything. Dang. So it's going to be specifically targeted to a certain group of people in those certain levels. Which, whatever, bros. man. He can do what he wants. He's the president, <sighs> kind of. He has but to see, pass he, laws. But, but he, can't, he can't do what he wants. <laughs> I mean, yes. But, I mean, nobody he can. has... 
I mean, right now he has the legislative he-man power. Let's be honest. That's true. He's got the House and the Senate. Yeah. Michael he, Jackson, the Queen. He is Michael Jackson. He's got the Queen. He's got Michael Jackson. <laughs> Larry King's dead, so we don't have to worry about him anymore. Uh, yeah, he's basically he has he is he he's in he's in the short transition from like right after Emperor Palpatine got his face fried, and he goes up to that speech and he's like. My, the attempt on my life has left me deformed. Oh my God. And he's like, a new order is rising. Its <laughs> victory is at hand. He didn't make the United States an empire again, Josh. Oh, okay. It was happening. He didn't it's happening right now. Order I'm saying it's happening right now. First, okay, we're going to have a clone army come out of nowhere. Oh my gosh. It, execute order 66. <laughs> and this is how democracy dies. Hey, with hey, thunderous applause. Hey, do you. Do you <laughs> Did you see some sort of uh, thing that went out talking about how, like, yesterday, and yesterday by meaning today that we're talking about, we're on Monday, the 8th of February? Yeah. Apparently they said, like, a order was supposed to go out to shut down all the churches nationwide, or there was, like, what? this weird thing. It's like, what are you talking about? I didn't about? see anything like that. Is that. There was some weird thing that I saw on Twitter that said, like, apparently- Did John MacArthur put this out? I'm did yeah. Phil Johnson put this out? I I'm feel like sure Phil Johnson did. I'm sure they did. He thought this up <laughs> on the can and he was like, Oh, you know what, you know I haven't been trending on Twitter for a while. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get in trouble for that one. Apparently, I don't know if it's a, did he dock somebody? Who? Johnson. Yeah. Julie I heard Roy's, he he, post, he posted Julie Royce's uh, oh, uh yeah. address online. Oh yeah, is this confirmed? Uh, yeah, because she posted it and said, and oh, she like Johnson. Yeah, son, settle Phil, down. You done messed up. You done messed up. F F uh, Phil, I, that doesn't work. Uncle Phil, you done messed uh, up. Uncle Phil, Doctor Phil. It's like you know what you don't know is Julie Royce's address. <laughs> Why do you sound like Christopher because Walken? You do not sound like Doctor Phil. Phil. No. Doctor Phil, no, you sound Walken. like Christopher Walken. Walken is more like this, and it, it you gotta sound like enunciate they incorrectly. You're Christopher Walken and Doctor <laughs> Phil. Your Dr. Phil has to be like redneck Texan who thinks he knows that he's a doctor, all right? It's like, listen, you think listen. that your mother is going to solve all these issues for you. There's a cadence to Dr. Phil, dude. You know. And there's a cadence to Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken's like, listen. No, there's no cadence. Pineapple. You know, you That's gotta got pineapple. You've got these guys. <laughs> There's no cadence to Christopher Walken. That's the thing about Christopher Walken. He has no cadence. He's but you he's, can't. But he has cadence in his nonsense. All right. <laughs> That's right. Doctor Phil, there's a certain redneck cadence that he has. Okay. There is. It's like yeah. It's like if Larry the Cable Guy like got a PhD, <laughs> which he yeah. might have. I actually hear he's supposedly super smart or something. Yeah. Like that. Um. But no, uh, dude. He, oh my goodness. How did we get here? I was trying to make fun of your snobbiness. I judo you, man. You did. You like I judoed this, and like, flipped it back on you. You did. Dude. Like with like somewhere like like disabled vet card in the middle, and then bam! Like you threw that card. You were like a Pokemon. <laughs> or no. You like threw that at my face. Squirtle! <laughs> you, you blinded me. You're like over Got here, like, like Goku over here, just powering up. <laughs> this isn't even my final form. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm dying. Oh, this is so weird. You're going to get the disabled vet <laughs> in a lifted truck. That's going to be your final four. 
<laughs> Dodge Ram. Oh, no, 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 no. Hemi. Uh, I, I know. Cranking five finger death punch. I know my. I know my final form. What's your final form? Lay it on it me. starts out. It starts out just wearing like one of those token vet bro shirts like, from like, like grunt style. Grunt style, yeah, yeah. Okay, and I'm calling you out, Joe Thorne, because I saw you in a grunt style t-shirt. They're supposedly super comfy, though. I don't care, dude. I kind of want one. Anyway, okay, you ahead. start out with grunt style, you start wearing that. Next thing you know, you start putting bumper stickers on your car saying disabled vet and all this other crap. And next thing you know, you're <laughs> don't jacking tread, up, you're don't jacking tread up, on me. You're jacking up your car. Yeah. Putting a friggin' American flag on the bumper of it, flying that thing everywhere with, with like a skull, like oh like, like, like Punisher skull, yes, everywhere. The Punisher skull tap out, uh, monster. The, yep. the, the monster. You're drink drinking logo. monster energy drinks twenty four hours a day. You have some weird Oakley looking glasses on your face. Uh, no, no, no. They're they're propped on on the back of the head, oh like like Guy Fieri, the cook. <laughs> I'm telling you. It, I'm all for this cuckoo. final form. I don't want this final I want to see this. I uh, know. We're going to no. get you I'm Halloween not. this year. I'm like Gambit, dude. My I want cards, bro. I'm taking them out, flinging them, you, flinging them. You've heard of Kojak? Them. I want Brojack. No. No. <laughs> Telly Sabalas is rolling in his grave I right want now. Brojack. No. Oh, dude, this is so good. Um, There's so many deep cuts. I don't think people understand what we're even talking about. Yeah, right people, now. Have, people have people, people have people tuned tu- out six minutes ago. They left the pod and they have forsaken us six and minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, easy. Um, so, you, <laughs> speaking of MacArthur, <laughs> speaking of Doctor Phil, speaking Uncle Phil, whatever Dr. his name Phil. is. Um, so. <laughs> I think we're only I don't um, let's see when this I don't know when this is going to drop exactly but we'll be a few weeks out but uh MacArthur <clears throat> created quite the uh, quite the storm yeah as he has uh done in the past by stating essentially that he does not believe in religious uh, liberty mm-hmm. that was it right yeah and he thinks that if you believe in religious liberty you are partaking in idolatry apparently you should you should stated. read you should read the full statement okay. for us because here's Let's... the thing normally normally we don't subscribe to like hot take uh, kind of like headline headline stuff because we're about the local church but this did I think this does have an effect and does infiltrate into the local church more than perhaps we realize. So I want Jack to read the quote of exactly what he said and then we're going to kind of we're going to kind of dissect it a little bit. And okay. this might actually spoiler warning I'm not promising. This might be an ep where you hear Jack and I disagree for the first time. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Maybe. Okay. Re- so yeah. and I quote the John MacArthur um, the new administration, that is Biden, uh, President Biden, Vice President Harris, will uphold religious freedom. I don't even support religious freedom. Religious freedom is what sends people to hell. To say I support religious freedom is to say I support idolatry. It's to say I support lies, I support hell, I support the kingdom of darkness. You can't say that. No Christian with half a brain would say, we support religious freedom. And he says, we support truth. That's the quote. Okay. 
So the con, so the greater context, because it's easy to take a quote and rip it out. The the the, the, the greater context of this quote was a sermon on Sunday morning, I believe. Yep. Um, <clears throat> at Grace Community Church, basically, it was from from what I heard and what I read and what I listened to. It was about an hour and ten minute sermon. Well, I don't think it was a sermon. It was basically him kind of recounting the. Um, the relationship between Grace Community Church and the Californian government, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and him just kind of talking about uh, the things that have been done, lawsuits, fines, persecution, all of that stuff. Uh, and then he has this quote, and it was specifically this quote about religious freedom that kind of threw everybody and their brother into a tizzy. Somewhat, yeah. Um, and... When I first sent it over to Jack, I sent the quote over to him, and I'm like, I actually agree with this quote. And then Jack like immediately replied, when and, he, and he, it was something to the effect of, like, I absolutely disagree with this quote. And I'm like, yeah. oh, here we go. <laughs> um, but I think part of the issue is that everybody, I think, who is has an issue with this, including MacArthur himself. I think we are working off of different definitions of, of religious freedom. Uh And there is one definition where if that was applied to this quote, I would agree with. Mm -hmm. And then there's one definition where I would disagree. So that's kind of the problem. Now blow this up into 20, the year that we've just had 2020 going into 2021 and the utter infatuation political infatuation that the local church has. Yeah. And we've seen that played out and manifested in a whole bunch of different ways, yeah. right? People leaving the church, uh, disunity, uh, you vote for this person on either side and you're not a Christian. It's yeah. just, it's the, the American church loves politics and it's been so, um, amplified, so amplified yeah. and very apparent. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's part of the reason why we want to talk about this. Cause this idea of religious freedom, uh, and and even more specifically, political religious freedom, I think really kind of keys into some things that I think it's good that we talk about in the local church, right? Yep, exactly. I think, too, it affects us in the ways of how your community, um, how you do outreach, how you spread the gospel within the city that you're part of. Um, I know this will affect us in the Puget Sound very much. Um, if a lot of people don't know this, um, the Puget Sound region that Josh and I live in, so basically the I-5 corridor from about north of Seattle all the way south, maybe 45 minutes of Seattle, that Puget Sound region, we have, there is some zip codes in our area that are the most diverse in our entire country and people don't know about. Um, We're talking people from Southeast Asia, uh, Ethiopia, Sudan, Russia, Russia, Ukraine, Eastern Europe, um, everywhere in between. Alabama. I don't know about them. Them folks are not coming to the Pacific <laughs> Northwest. I'll tell you that much right now. I, I just didn't want to leave them out. <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah. Um, th- so yeah, that affects us. So I would say religious freedom affects us very greatly because if you go to a mall just south of Seattle, you will see burkas, you will see turbans, you will see 
a massive amount of different religious expression showed on people um, from various different groups. And so, yeah, I think it's important for us, at least within the Pacific Northwest. So, yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I completely agree. And, and I think it, it, like Jack said, it affects the way that I think you view evangel. Well, I think unintentionally it can affect the way that you view uh, evangelism mm-hmm. and what you think the relationship between the church and state is mm-hmm. and how you interact with that. Now, I think <clears throat> I'd like to start dissecting this a little bit and kind of bring some clarity, at least in my head, into what I think MacArthur meant. Okay. And this is where Jack and I might disagree. Is when I because I've heard I've heard MacArthur talk about this before. And I have always, this has always, it's always been consistently kind of the one, like the main thing that I have always agreed with MacArthur on is the necessity, and this is going to, I guarantee this is going to trigger some people, the necessity of the separation of church and state. In that I do not believe, Mm -hmm. nor do I want (laughs) the government anywhere near my Bible. Sure. I do not believe it's the government's job to instill <clears throat> Christianity into our schools. Mm-hmm. Um, that's our job. Yeah. That's our job as Christians. And I guarantee you, as we have seen, when the government is in charge of that, it it's messed up royally. Sure. So something that I have always agreed with MacArthur is kind of the necessity of making the political lines and the Christian lines very distinct and very separate. Now that does not mean that your faith and your faith in your faith in Christ and your, and, and your devotion to the word of God does not influence how you view politics. It's not what I'm saying. That's mm-hmm. not what he's saying. I, I do not believe we as Christians are duty bound to live our lives in accordance to scripture. Mm-hmm. And that means how we vote and how we interact with people. But mixing the two is, I believe, very, very dangerous. Sure. Um, and I think when he's talking about religious freedom, how he is defining it in this specific instance is the validity uh, and the equality of all religions. And he's saying that he disagrees with that. He disagrees that all religions are equally valid. He disagrees that all religions are equally true. And he disagrees that all religions are equally valuable. Okay. Um, now, I think that's something that we would agree with. Like, in, in mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we, we do yes. believe in the exclusivity of Christianity. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are many expressions of that per se, but yes, we believe that Christ is the only way that you get to God. Yes. Yeah. Jesus exactly. is the only way based on scripture, based on what he said, based on how he lived his life and died for us and rose and ascended back to the father. Absolutely. Right. No doubt. Now I think perhaps using the term religious liberty was not the best term to religious use. freedom or yeah, yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. Religious freedom. Yeah. Because. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz that even that even in and of itself has different monikers across the centuries too. Of it what does. you mean by that? It does. And 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 we have to ask ourselves, okay, do we believe in religious freedom in the context of church or the context of state? Yeah. And I believe we're going to get different answers depending on what context we're speaking of those in. Sure. Um because do we believe that all men are free? 
to do whatever they want? Well, in God's economy, no. Yeah. <laughs> We're not free, uh, per se, at the end of the day, to, to deny Jesus Christ as the only way, the truth, and the life. Mm-hmm. That's not our prerogative. Like, yeah. That's true. It's always going to be true, whether we like it or not, whether we think it's true or not. That's just, <clears throat> it's just true. Yeah. Now, in the context of state, constitutionally, mm-hmm. in the context of America, do we believe people have the right to follow whatever religious path they want to? And that's where I would say yes. And that's where yeah. I'm kind of going with this, where I think MacArthur might be railing against that, per se, of just like, why would you have religious freedom you in think our that's country? Right? You think that's what he meant by it? I don't know, man. It, but see, but... But, but maybe that's my own um, so, question, pre-assumptions, if, but... If he thought that, then wouldn't he wouldn't he be post-mill? Because if he doesn't believe yeah. in religious liberty... Yeah. The... And if it's in that context, he would have to believe then in a theocratic society. I don't know if he's doing... I don't know. See, here's the thing. Here's what I want. I want Jesus to bring back R.C. Sproul and just... (laughs) R.C., can you come back to us and start regulating back back on J-Mac right now? Because that's what I want. Oh, dude, I miss R.C. R.C. so much. if, If R.C. Sproul was here... You know dang well what he would do. He would get on Zoom, call up Johnny Mac, <laughs> and say, John, what are you doing, man? What on earth John. are you talking about? What's wrong with you people? <laughs> he would say that too. Um, so, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know what MacArthur's doing because he's kind of gone on the church curmudgeon train. Let's be honest about that. Yeah, it, it, is, it is true. It is true. He has... He has gotten a little grumpy. And, and and look, this is coming from someone that grew up on MacArthur. I grew up on MacArthur and Sproul. I love the guy to death. He, he he's gotten a little grumpy. Um so like from the from the government policy angle, it's changed over time because I mean what our country is based off of is what we would say, yes, religious freedom, because in certain contexts, like that's you couldn't do that in England. You couldn't do that. Well, let's talk about the alternative. Sure. If you know, if and I'm talking in the context of state here, yeah, of America, not Christianity. Yeah. What's the alternative of living in a like the alternative is in a, is basically an is an Islamic state? Just what just what to choose seen, yes. just to choose that specific religion, right? Yeah. Like the alternative is a country that is ruled as a theocracy. Yeah. I don't think any of us want that. I know I don't. Yeah. Like, I I don't want to be, because I don't trust the individuals that the government would put in place to enforce those laws. Sure. Like, I don't trust the government to, uh, to be kind of like the prophet, the mouthpiece of God yeah. in a theocratic society. And let's be honest, we've all read the Old Testament and we know how that goes. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, folks, you read Chronicles, it ain't going well. Yeah. You're going to get about two apples out of the ten who are <laughs> probably going to do what's right in the Lord's sight. Right, So, right. So I think that's the necessary split that we have to make is are we talking about religious freedom or religious uh, uh, liberty in the context of the exclusivity of Christianity? Yeah. Or are we talking about it in the context of state? 
because I am thankful that I live in a country where there is religious freedom. People are allowed sure. to believe what they want and worship the, the way that they want. Yeah. Here's the thing. That might go away. Sure. It's possible. Yeah. That could go away. Yeah. Um, it doesn't change anything in my head. Like, like it doesn't change the mission of the church. It doesn't change what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Um, but I, but I am thankful that as of right now, I am able to live in a country that does not actively persecute me for worshiping Jesus. Sure. Now, does my Christianity give room for the, uh, the uh, equality of all religions? No, of course not. I, I believe Jesus is the only way. Yeah. And that's above every religion. I would say it gives your, I'd say the faith gives us um, more compassion to love those people who are oh, not of course. followers of Jesus. 100%. Um, yeah. And I would say that's where I would be like, you know, if, and I don't know, okay, maybe this is because they upped the refugee level. Because they upped it from, I think it was like how many refugees came into the country from like 25,000 to like 150, okay. 200,000. Maybe that's what he's railing against. I don't know, to be quite honest. Yeah, yeah. The The problem is it's, but yet again, it's unclear. Yeah, but yet again, if you're letting refugees in, you still are kind of like in the spirit of Ellis Island and like most of the people in my family came through Ellis Island where it was, give me your tired, your poor, your weak, you know, that kind of sentiment. You're, you're snobby. <laughs> oh my gosh. Here give we me go your the- poor, your, your weak, your tired and your snobby. And I will give you rest. You're going you to go on my tobacco snobbery right now? You a snob. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's such a snob. Oh, my gosh. See? You're such a snob. But, but like, this, this is the problem. Like, this is what pops up when we try to blend Christianity with something that it was never supposed to blend with. Yeah. And that's, like, politics. <laughs> Like Thanks Chris, a lot, Constantine. Like it transcends, it transcends <laughs> politics. It transcends all of it, and we try to shape Christianity into a political mold that we, at this point, you know, as America called capitalism, mm-hmm. and like it's, it's not supposed to blend that way. Is the thing, and I think we tr- we we're hitting our heads up against a brick wall trying to justify political positions or political policies through the word of God, and you end up just ripping the word of God out of context. Yeah. Really, the the problem is, too, of like, I just look back to, oh gosh, I think I talked about this in my life group with the guys who were in my life group, and I talked about how I can vote but I vote as if my vote really doesn't matter. I think John Piper talked about this. <laughs> you are such a pessimist. I know so many people that would be like, <gasps> your vote matters. How dare you? Did you know Did you know that voting as if your vote doesn't matter is just a vote for something that you don't want? Oh my gosh. Did you know that a third party vote is the same as voting for Hillary? Oh, dude. Do, do you know this? Okay, okay, hold on. I used to be one of those people that said that all the time back in 2006, 2007. Yeah. And I stopped saying that. And then I started looking at it. It's like, no, it's like I get to vote to whoever I want and it doesn't go against 
that other person. It goes for that certain candidate. Right. So right because we are not of this world. Now here's the thing. I'm not saying you be stupid with your vote. Yeah. Vote your conscience, and vote according to what the word of God. How the word of God dictates your conscience. Sure. Right. I think every Christian should be able to back their vote up with the word of God. Just because yeah. I think every. Christians should be able to back anything that they do up with the word of God. Mm -hmm. There's nothing like ceremoniously exclusive about your political vote here in America. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I just, uh, you know, do things as though you're not really, as though that wasn't the place of arrival per se. So Sure. Yeah. 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 I understand that. I understand that position. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I would say I would say that position's probably on the more on the more removed side of things versus on the more like like uh, involved politically mm. side. Which I mean, which is fine. Like if that's if that's where you're at. I mean, I don't I don't think I necessarily disagree. I can hear some Christians being like, "Well, you should you should care more about what happens in the country that you live in." Uh, I'm an exile. Uh, <laughs> I live in Babylon. Look at, oh, look so. at you. Look at you. Babylonians get a Babylon, y'all. We, we are pilgrims walking through. Wretch is going rich. <laughs> walking through the Vanity Fair on the way to Celestial <laughs> City, baby. Yeah. I, I ain't got no time. Dude, <laughs> Christian and faithful didn't vote. Maybe we should just not vote. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's a joke. They gonna come That's for your head, a joke. Yeah. I hear, I hear all head, of them tonight. That they is a joke. They coming after my snobbery. They coming be, after your head. Be a you good, said something be about a the vote. good citizen in the town that you are in. And in America, being a good citizen means that you vote. I do believe that is true. Um, so, <sighs> Paul denied his rights. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, but yeah, but then he called upon his rights when the situation needed hey, it. Hey, hey. He only did that. He only did that one time that, that we know of. He and pulled. He pulled the Roman card. He pulled the disabled Roman card, and it worked. Yo, let me see the emperor. Let Take me, see me to the emperor, oh, people. Why? Why am I calling on the emperor? Because I'm a citizen. That's right. Because of Jesus. Because I am a Roman citizen. That's Tennessee right. windsucker, baby. He went uh, full he went Tennessee full windsucker. Wind yeah, that's exactly right. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, at the end of the day, um, your faith in Christ is more important than politics. At the end of the day, your calling as a Christian is more important than your political ideologies. And... Our calling as Christians don't change depending on who's in power, mm -hmm. depending on what policies are there. It, it stays the same. But yeah, I mean, if you do support, I mean, here's the thing. You can get behind like having America become a place where refugees resettle. But yet sure. again, like, hey, maybe if you support that, maybe you should take a step further to say, oh, maybe I should take a step further and witness to those refugees coming in oh there we go because there's like at least three or four organizations that i know of that they'd kill for people mm. to have come in there and talk with them about the gospel right and help them out during this time and talk to them about jesus while helping them get a job or mm. get them housing or something like that there's yeah. also things too where 
Um, I had a situation come up before where people were in a deportation center and they said, hey, do you want to go witness to those people? Yeah. Do you want to like have Bible studies in that certain area? And I don't. Our think... answer should always be yes. Sure. Right. Whatever situation, you're still called to go towards those people. Yeah. And to preach Christ to them, and to hopefully see the remnant of God grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. Right. And keep bringing them back to the fact that Jesus is ultimately the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, mm-hmm. and that whatever situation that they're in is either going to take them to another place, is either going to incarcerate them for a certain amount of time. Yep. But knowing that they belong to the heavenly kingdom of Christ. Yeah. Your your calling as a Christian trumps your calling as an American. Sure. Absolutely. Your desire to see those individuals, whoever they are, brought into the kingdom should be greater than your desire to see them deported because they didn't come in legally. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm not talking. This isn't political, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? You can believe what you want about politics. Uh, nothing wrong with loving your country. Love it, nothing wrong with being patriotic. Nothing wrong with wanting certain political things to go through or vote certain ways. But your calling as a Christian has to be more important. Mm-hmm. And that ha- your, your calling as a Christian has to be the filter that is over your eyes that you're viewing everything through, yeah. not your American citizenship. Yeah, and we've we, we've talked about that, right? Yeah. So, um, now something that I thoroughly enjoyed about MacArthur's talk was how he went completely off on them post mails. <laughs> oh, it's juicy. <laughs> Oh, he was up there. He was the rock. And he's like, can you smell what the rock is cooking? If, Dude, hey, read this. Okay. If the rock preached that sermon, he would have called Pro Smills jabronis. You are, you have All to All them say jabronis? That. Dude, dude. Um, so here's the thing. Trigger warning to all of our post. Guys, here's, again, we need to be able to laugh at each other. We need to be able to laugh at ourselves. It's good for us. We love all of our reformed brethren we love our christian brethren um it's just some like it's easy to poke fun and (laughs) macarthur he came out strong macarthur i'm not condoning what he said i'm not condoning the way that he said it because he came out against post mills josh is like i don't care what he said i'm not agreeing i'm not i'm not agreeing i'm not disagreeing what josh really means is oh man you all got smoked by old johnny mac that's what josh is i'm not saying one thing or another but but read that quote okay so oh man i don't it hurts dude literally he doesn't care anymore now here's the thing here's the thing in defense in defense of my post mill brothers this is coming from a dispensationalist yeah yeah okay all right this let's is, consider the source i love macarthur all right but let's consider the source here and let's be able to laugh at everybody okay so he said literally and i quote this is john macarthur we don't win down here we lose we lose you ready for that Literally, he said that. You ready for that? He said that. You ready for that? 
You ready for that? Dude, that it's, is a what, hype, it's a hype speech, dude. Quote. It's MacArthur. And like he's up there, WWE. Like, you ready for that? You lose. And then he said, oh, you were a post-millennialist? Called him out by name. Whoa. You thought we were going to go waltzing? He said waltzing. Waltzing. Waltzing into the kingdom if you took over the world? Nah, son. He didn't say what? nah, son. Oh, I was going to say. Nah. No, you can't. You can't throw in comment. I was uh, getting excited there for a second. Uh, he, but he please tell say, me he said nah, John, son. John MacArthur did not say nah, son. He nah, said, son. He said, no, we lose here. Get it? He, he said, get it. Get it? Uh, it killed Jesus. Oh. It killed all the apostles. Oh. We're all going to be persecuted. Oh. We don't win. We lose on this battlefield, but we win on the big one, the eternal one. End quote. Bro's, Yo, bro's got no he chill. He straight up went rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, who else on him? Who else was the smack talker? Dude, he of the went. Day? He went. Ric Flair. Woo! Yeah, yeah, pretty much that. Bro, he uh, bro's got no chill. Oh, you thought you were post millennials? Uh, you done messed up. You done messed up. Hey, hey rock. Oh my gosh. Um, good gracious. I kind of laughed at that because, yeah, I mean, this dude's been steeped in dispensation. Yeah, like, this, yeah, this coming time, from the dude bro. who's all about like Israel and yeah, <laughs> that rapture, son. Yeah, that rapture, much. though. Oh my goodness gracious. Well, MacArthur never, never ceases to give us content. I really appreciate that. I really dude. wanted the nah, son, to come. Yeah, I know. Here. That that, that would have been the icing. You thought on we were going to win? Cake. Nah, son. Nah, son. Nah, son. Wow. Okay. Well, on that note, um, Jack, you should probably get us out of here because I'm smelling the Quano coffee oh, yes. that is done brewing. Yep. It has done brewed, and we will probably take some Aquano and then eat some dinner. But uh, mm. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoy our ramblings on the Nasun, you done did that, you post-millennialist, <laughs> uh, or you have some sort of uh, infatuation with our discussions over these certain dealings of the church, uh, you can follow us on the Sociables, a.k.a. social media, on the Tweaker, a.k.a. the Little Bluebird page, mm. <laughs> um, the Instagram, if you will, or the Facebook. And you can find us all at... Um, that's not the ampersand. The ampersand is, is the weird... Ampersand is the, is the and symbol. And sign. No. I don't know what the at is, but the at symbol... At Reformatory Pod is all of our namesakes on those sociables. Yeah. Josh, tell the lovely people how they can donate to the ramblings, well, if you will. I, I will, but I need to know first what what do you want to eat? Because I'm looking at I'm because we're, we're gonna DoorDash. Yeah. You see, are. because we live in 2021, and I need to know uh, like what do you want? So while you're figuring that out, I'm gonna tell the people how they can support us. Okay. People, uh, we need support because we DoorDash. <laughs> Because neither of us uh, cook when we're together. That's not true. I have made Jack dinner before. That's true. Um, so yeah, if you head on over to Patreon, we greatly support. All, greatly support. We greatly appreciate all the support. Uh, I can't uh, surf DoorDash and do our outro at the same time. Apparently, um, something that helps us even more is a good old-fashioned like and review. Wherever you get your podcast, if you do that for us, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. And you know what? Share this app. Share our, um, you know what? Maybe not this app. <laughs> Maybe find an app where we're not uh, we're not uh, as crazy and uh, share share it with some friends. Send it off to people that enjoy that enjoy uh, laughing 
and love the local church. That is basically what this podcast is about. So, Jack, we have uh, heard Big Eva sing, Mm -hmm. and that means that we done. Mm -hmm. So, we thank you so much for listening, (laughs) and we will catch you on the next step of The Reformatory. (laughs) 